Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com/upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombus, we've always said our socks, underwear and t-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombus. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com/acast and use code acast for 20% off your first purchase. Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 114 of the critically acclaimed Chud Sputney's Sports Bog. Uh, I'm Chud. Thanks again for uh, for pressing play. I am joined with me today with the one and only Clarence Swamptown. Hi, Clarence. Down here in the bog. You're in the bog. Uh, we have had It's some tech- weird, though. <laughs> You're in the bog. Not getting the out. Fuckers thick bog i don't even know what a bog is do you have any idea well that's a wetland okay all right so swamp like well swamp sure works swamp bog i feel like a bog in my mind is um there's there's it's probably just because it rhymes with fog but i feel like it's foggier in a bog that no that wouldn't hold any scientific or environmental merit Well, no, really, if it rhymes, it has to be true, isn't that a that's not a scientific law like thin to win? Do, are you saying if you go thin to win you don't win more? Like in cribbage? Like yeah. when you cut the deck? Yeah, isn't no, that proven? No, that's that's horrible science. What? Wait a that's No. That's, that doesn't make any sense. Oh no. I'm retroactively starting to understand why I've lost so much money in my life. <laughs> Yikes. Uh, anyway, we've had some, as you can imagine, technical difficulties trying to get uh, both Jonathan and Stuart um, logged in. We uh, we dialed Stu in, and he was on like a um, like a runway of an airline or something, which was a weird place for him to call in. So he's going to try to get to a quieter place and call us back. So um, meanwhile, let's tap dance a little bit. Um, this is the most boring sports day of the year. I think we um, can yes. agree on that, right? So there's... Whether you, if you're just a general sports fan, there's usually something going on for some, you know, in some capacity. And today there was absolutely nothing. And tomorrow, when you're listening to this Thursday, there's absolutely nothing either. So um, we are, we're here in the valley. The uh, is it Nadir? Is that a word? Nadir. Yes, that'd be good. We're in the bog. We're in the bog. We're in the bog. Oh my god, this is the worst place to be ever. Um, but Friday. Life is a little bit better because the twins come back. I know we've talked about the twins a lot because um, it's the summer and they've been interesting. But I think one question I have for you is: um, Do you want to? Should we update our twins' predictions? I don't think we've actually <laughs> gone out and formally <laughs> updated. I don't okay. think. What did you have? Forty-three wins. <laughs> 
So I'd like to update my wins. Yep. I am going to keep my bros and turds. I'm happy with my bro and my turd. We have to keep I, our bros I and think... turds. That's fine. I just met the wins in particular. Who were who was your bro and turd again? Kyle Gibson. My bro was Kyle Gibson. And your turd was I'm happy Dan. with that. Yep. Dan Santana. Dan Santana. I think that might be. I, I'm having a hard time thinking of somebody that would have been better picks on either side. Ah, uh, boy. I think you got to. I mean, Dozier was um, not eligible because he's already a, enough of a bro where he wasn't allowed yeah. to be chosen. Anybody who would have Having chosen him would have season. gotten yeah, yelled at. But he, you, he's ineligible. Yeah, he's not eligible. Yep. He's in. I think Dozier and uh, our friend Glenn were both were both the were the two ineligibles as far as I'm concerned. And Hughes, maybe he, probably Hughes, probably Hughes. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I I would have been really impressed if you would have said Tom Malone because that was way, even more that, out of yes. left field than than uh, than your no, you're guy. right. Gibby, but it's pretty close. Okay, so you're right. You feel pretty good about your bro and your turd. Yeah, it's that's that's the number one. I mean. Vargas has been bad, but he also wasn't quite as good last year. No. So the the fall, Dan's fall has been more precipitous. It's been than Vargas. It's been precipitous, but yet smart guys like yourself saw it coming a mile away. I did the I did the homework, crunched the numbers, watched tape, broke you, down film. You know, everybody knows that you're a big film guy. Uh, you love your film room. Film room. Yep. I'm in the film room now. Right now, uh, it's yes. It's more like Nick Cage and nine millimeter films, but uh, <laughs> not so much sports. <laughs> but a big film guy. Okay. Um, update on Collins. Uh, John has called in and is on mute, and we see him walking away from the uh, MN United game. So, John, can you uh, can you can you say hello? John, <laughs> can you hear us? Can you hear us? Do we have John on the line? Yeah, I can hear you. How's it are going, you on guys? the pi- Are you on the pitch? I'm not quite. I'm walking into the parking lot. Oh, close to the pitch. Well, Your pitch well, adjacent. You just lied and said, "Yeah, no, I'm yeah. right here. The ref's yes. standing right here. I'm, Here's the ref. Here, Done. I'm in the center circle." <laughs> well, you I'm sound great. Standing, I'm standing in the net. Yeah, I'm. I'm literally walking through the parking lot right now. Is Tina right here. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> hey guys, I got Alan Willie here. Oh God. I don't know what that means. Your but that's... <laughs> Damn it. Al Willie? Old Al oh. Will. Nice name. So anyway, I know I know you guys are excited to hear. This is the first report that your Minnesota United FC beat Jacksonville four to nothing tonight. Yes. Four to nothing? Holy mm-hmm. that's a fucking bloodbath. Four goals. <laughs> you would have enjoyed it. They scored an early one, then right before halftime. One of the Jacksonville guys came flying into Minnesota's penalty area as the goalkeeper was about to catch the ball and kicked him right in the face. Really? Oh, Just yeah. Just straight up kicked him in the face. Awesome. God, that's great. That's a, you know what that is, John? That's a backbreaker. You, you, <laughs> head, you head into the locker room so demoralized. Do they go to a locker, or locker room or do they just yes. sit in? <laughs> they, they sit on sit a bench. They sit and have orange slices. Bob <laughs> oh. <laughs> <Some bomb> pops. <laughs> yep. Huh. So they go to a locker room. That's demoralizing. Momentum's gone at that point. Yeah, that's it. Backbreaker. So, it's so all over about the crying. The, the, the Jacksonville guy that kicked Minnesota's goalkeeper in the face got sent off, and Minnesota's goalkeeper went in the locker room, got some stitches, came back out, 
showed the toughness. He did not get stitches. He did. Does that oh, just mean bad. he got a, one of those butterfly band-aids? Yeah. They like, drew it on his face like Frankenstein, <laughs> like when you're dressing up for Frankenstein. Make him bigger. <laughs> the cameras are far away. Stage makeup. <laughs> sorry, John. We let you actually talk I'm about sorry, soccer John. for 12 seconds before just that went well. shitting I felt, like, well. I felt good. I felt good about myself for about 30 seconds. I was walking across this parking lot, and now it's over. We're growing together. We are. So anyway, what did I miss? What are you talking about? Um, Nothing. We just started. I said, hey, welcome to the sport of, and Clarence immediately launched into bragging about his uh, bro and turd selections for the Twins. It took me like a half a second. Just Just immediately. You want to talk about bro starts? Yeah, (laughs) so that was great. Um, No, I was wondering if we should update our... John, are you going to be able to to talk here for a while, or are you just calling in to say hello and then you're leaving? Because I want to include you in in this segment. Yeah, I'm about to get in the car, so I'll be included in the segment, but there's possible... It's very possible that you won't be able to hear me over my 20-year-old pickup truck. You gotta oh. get your fucking tires rotated, Marthaler. The hell's the matter with you? Those things are whining. <laughs> On a 20-year-old pickup? No, that's not the problem. <laughs> how, are, how are the struts? Are your axles okay? The struts are in, I would say the struts are slightly rusty, but in good shape. Okay, all right. Healthy axles? <laughs> this is the weirdest podcast we've ever done. Yeah, I'm already out of uh, car talk. Healthy axles, Brandon. If I <laughs> if I rolled you underneath the truck, would you be able to point out the struts and the axles? Like if I, had, you know, rolled you on a wheelie underneath there on a crawler, would you go okay? Oh, there's the struts, and there's the axles. Well, we've talked about this before. I know that I uh, play the role of Poochie on the podcast. I'm 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 generally a lot more handy than I like to. Um, that's and I like smart. to say to myself, but um, but cars are uh, are for the most part. I'm completely car ignorant, so I would okay. probably not be able to. I know where brake pads are. I've done those before. I usually know where to put the windshield wiper fluid. Usually, <laughs> you just pick any random hole and it finds its way to where it needs to get to. Right. That's the just just that's my let that one go. <laughs> <laughs> Well, if you, if you do want to learn to work on cars, I highly recommend getting a twenty year old full size pickup because you know some other cars you got to just you got to sort of really crawl wedge your way underneath and everything's very close together and you got to take out four things to get to any other thing. That's not the way it is with a pickup. You can basically just go underneath and stand up in the middle and just like look around. You're like, yeah, oh, what do we got? Oh, there's the engine. Just gotta and take a knee. <laughs> Engine's under my right my right elbow. Yep. So. I know I can point out where the axles are. It's it's kind of funny that, that Brandon helps. is is talking about how oh I'm you know I'm not very handy I just don't know anything about cars and then on the weekends he's like doing major home renovation projects like moving load bearing walls and stuff like that. He's at Brainerd International Raceway like on a pit crew. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what? What? No, home stuff I, I understand for sure. I'm I'm purposely ignorant on cars because I don't like them and I don't want to start liking them. They're, they, they're dumb to me. Um, That's why you're urban poochie. You know it. Exactly right. Okay, so John, you can um, mute yourself until you need to chime in, um, but we wanted to go over, um, we want to update our twins' win predictions on the year. We're not going to update our bros and turds because... 
they are what they are, even though I uh, dropped mine like a bad habit five seconds after I said it. Um, <laughs> but I think that... Actually, do you guys remember who my bro and turd were? I'm I way too remember. self-involved to remember anything that involves something... Other uh, people? Other than me. Did I... I may have said Vargas was my turd, which would be right. But I think I might have said Arcio was my bro, which was also the most wrongest thing ever. So I don't know how I'm doing. I don't remember. I immediately forgot mine, which is not a good not a good sign. Yeah, I think we were all pretty half hearted about most everything. Um um with the with the twins in general when we did our preview. So but we're not now. Now we're we're uh, we're all in. So I think all we're in. to a point where even I, as the as you know, resident optimist of the of the, <laughs> um, of the f- podcast, I had seventy two wins, which was like five or six higher than the rest of you guys. So even mine are almost for sure going to be way off. I mean, it's it, I was the lowest at sixty five, and you were the highest at seventy two. So. Right. They need to go like what? They have forty-eight wins. Is that right? So they need to win seventeen games in the second half. So for me to be, so they have to I go would, like seventeen and sixty for you to get it right. I, and you could I'm, call I'm up holding, the single A team, and they would get more than that, right? I I'm holding no hope. I'm not. <laughs> uh, I'm keeping it at sixty-five. Um. Okay. So are you saying with all this buildup? You, uh, to our the segment I want to go over, you are now saying no. I don't want to update my twins prediction. Uh, I don't know how I want to play this. Do I want to be the grumpy pessimist dick? I or want you else? to say uh, to my role? like if you were in Vegas right now and you were going to get paid a thousand dollars for each like if you could get it right on what would that they will finish be? 82 and 80. 82 and 80. All right. I was going to say, so they right now are on uh, pace uh, percentage-wise to win 89 wins, which mm-hmm. is insane, obviously. Uh, if you look at the kind of not even looking, really diving deep into the advanced statistics, but some of the general like, you know, OPS and OPS against and... Mm-hmm runs for runs against all that sort of stuff they're probably in the range uh they should be about an 80 win team so which is still again way better than anybody expected, right? is, yeah that's, that's right that's what i've heard 82 it probably yeah that's right Pythagorean yeah. is 82 but there's also some luck that goes into that because they've been they've their ops against is worse than their ops so even mm-hmm. though they're just getting some more runs than they probably should be getting which is why their pythagorean is a little bit off so i'm, I'm gonna say 80 yeah. as if this matters at all um so i think i'm gonna cut it down the middle and just say i think they're gonna win 84 so again okay as the resident optimist the yeah, one you. true fucking believer of this organization <laughs> through the test of time we've been doing this podcast for what 17 18 years it feels like couple two three seventeen um i'm gonna go 84 and uh that even that is a little bit of a not you know not a collapse but even that is not playing up to the same pace that they've uh, been doing the first half so you, you could call me a non-believer as well i suppose um i won't you're, you're the most pious twins fan i've ever met in my life just bob sunshine over there rose colored glasses you know it um but jonathan i know is um 
and I think that you're being disingenuous, John, but I really want to hear your side of the story here. Uh, John says that he's all in and he's a believer. Is that right, John? I think I had a discussion with our good friend Wade last week, and we both have throughout this year been very protective of ourselves when the Twins keep winning. Like, ah, this can't last. I just, I don't want to get hurt again. I'm not going to get my hopes up. Very much, just very much shying away from any sort of optimism. And even even last week on the podcast, I think I was, I think I'm on record doubting, doubting that they'd win 75 games. And you guys are like, I don't know, they'd have to win like 20 more to get to 75. I'm like, well, yeah, right. Like they're going to do that. And I sort of thought about it and I decided that's no way to live your life. That sort of <laughs> terrible pessimism. I, that's sort of honesty. We're having, we're having an influence on you, John. I think yeah. we are, finally. We're so scraping I, below the surface. So I've decided, you, you remember like 2001 when the Twins won 18 of their first 24 games and then the mm-hmm. rest of the year was sort of slow death as they as they sort of bled to death and but Troy Hawkins kept blowing saves and it just mm-hmm. eventually Cleveland took over about September 15th and the Twins lost the division and I'm sure they finished with 83 wins or something like that. That year was way more fun than sitting around all the first half of the season and like, they can't keep this up. They're not good at pitching. They're not good at hitting. They're not good at anything. The bullpen will collapse, and then it did. That wasn't any fun. It'd be way more fun to just take every game seriously. Like, all right, who are the Twins got tonight? All right, where are they in the standings? They're four and a half back in Kansas City coming into the night. Who's, who's pitching against Kansas City? Who are the Twins pitching? All It's just it's more fun to be in the thick of a pennant race. So while it's happening – it's the all-star break. They got, I think, the second-best record in the AL. I'm just mm-hmm. going to enjoy this while it's happening. So I'm going to say the Twins are going to defy any sense of expectations or any sense of mathematics or really any rules put on them by the laws of physics, and they're going to win 91 games. John, I I love you. Yeah. <laughs> I care about you. Mm-hmm. You're a good friend. The best. You mean real well. But I had couldn't tell. I uh, I just think this sounds like a steaming load of horseshit that you're trying to sell me right now, and I'm not buying what you're selling, buddy. Not in. So what do you what? Just out of curiosity, what do you think my motivation is right now? I know what your motivation is. You're trying to delude yourself into believing something that your brain is telling you while you're saying it. Nope, 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 nope. We don't believe that. Because knowledge is a one-way street. So in 2001, we all felt that like, hey, man, they could keep this going because we didn't know about the Pythagorean. We didn't know about whatever. We know these things now. And I agree with you that those things made baseball less fun, less... uh, magical and spiritual and whatever else you want to call it but now you know it all so you can't like i mean i hope you can i've tried to do the same thing but i don't think you can take those things out of your brain once they're in your brain and you just in the back of your head you know like i know that tommy malone's fip is three full runs higher this is gonna go badly for him at some point um just the way we did with pelfrey before he got you know um you know, knocked around for like four straight start, 
four straight starts. So if I had a choice and I could take, what's the, what one's the, is it the blue pill or the red pill that you could live in the fantasy? Is it the blue pill? That's the, does anybody know? The, the blue pill gives you a giant raging rock hard boner. Okay, cool. So if I could take the blue pill and have a giant raging rock hard boner about the twins, I would do it. I mean, I loved reading Moneyball and learning about all this, whatever, and I'm more knowledgeable, but the magic is gone in a way, uh, and I don't think I can ever get it back. And I think that's the case with, like, everything in life. Once you know more about something, you can't go back to, like, knowing less about it again. Like, it's over now. Mm-hmm. So, um, John, oh, that's just my opinion, though. So maybe, John, you can figure out a way to do that and to just, like, I don't know, maybe you just purposely, like, don't look at baseball reference or don't look at fan graphs or don't. You know, you'd have to, like, stop yourself from going to where you typically go to to look into things that you're typically or traditionally have been interested in. Maybe that's one way to do all it. Have, you you need to believe to like is, a child. You have to believe like all a child. I the, all I have to do is end the search for truth. I have to stop thinking, all right, that looked cool what Danny Santana just did. Is that who he really is, or is he a crappier version of that? You, you can't do that. You just have to say, that's awesome what Danny Santana did. And I'm going to look for no further information on the topic. Yeah. I'm not interested in any facts that will, <laughs> will affect what I'm currently seeing right now. I'm not, I'm, I'm not interested in objective opinion, uh, objective facts. Only my subjective opinions am I going to trust. Again, that's the way to this happiness. This is the way to happiness, but you're deluding yourself. <laughs> like that's not realistic. Oh, that's not I'm going. Absolutely deluding myself. Yeah, and and but I saw in, when I when I do when it, when it happens, and you know my fingers are poised over the keyboard, and I'm like, I gotta I gotta look up what Tommy Malone's FIP is. This can't possibly last. Instead, I'll just click on like a soccer site and I'll look and see how <laughs> Mexico did against Trinidad and Tobago. I'll be like, oh. I think Miguel Herrera is going to get fired. That's Mexico's coach, by the way, and he might get fired. And is that is that El Chapo? What's the guy that escaped from the prison? El Chapo. El, El, Cha- El Chapo. El Chapo. Is that El Chapo? Uh, no. I can no. Say, There's more than one Mexican. That, that is not El Chapo in the world. There's a whole. <laughs> There's your podcast title, by the way. There's more than one Mexican in the world. <laughs> I only know El, El Chapo. Yeah, El Chapo is currently Clarence's Mexican of choice. <laughs> um, I saw Wade, uh, who you mentioned, uh, is feeling the same way as you. I saw his posts about this uh, on Twitter.com. Yep. And, uh, and I thought it was, I think it's a great idea. I would love, and if, if anybody can pull it off, more power to you. I just think that that's, we're through the looking glass. There's no, it's a one way street. And if you don't want to talk about it, like that's my whole thing. Like, yeah, I know I'm going to be privately very pessimistic about this organization, but I'm not going to talk about it, you know, as much when people are enjoying the ride. It's, I don't want to be that guy, you know, but I'm not going to like be able to convince myself that this is a, I don't know. So maybe that does take away. Maybe I won't enjoy if they if they end up sneaking in the playoffs. I'd like to think that I'll be able to just go, ah, eh, fuck it, it's sports. Who you know can't predict ball, whatever. I'll uh, I'll be at the same playoff parties as you are and and have as much fun and and high five as much. But 
I don't know, man. I probably is. It's probably not true. I'll probably just have like eighty percent of the fun. Um, because I won't be I'm in just, that like child saying. childlike belief state. Um, but I can't get there anymore. It's gone. It's over. It's just like I can't enjoy a Coors Light the same way I did ten years ago. Because now I've like gotten into good beer. So I'm fucking. My, you know, it sucks. I think I, I think you're underestimating the my ability to be willfully ignorant. <laughs> okay. I guess I am. I, I I just I don't know, man. I don't, have you have this has this worked for you in the past? Have you ever just been like my brain knows this is idiotic, but uh, I'm gonna just go for it. Were you super excited yeah, but- for the Vikings going into Lambo uh, the other a couple of years ago? Was that 2012? You said, ah, they. You know, Joe Webb, old pie, yeah, old, <laughs> old Joe Webb. I mean, he's, he's just made a little, they don't have much magic. scouting report on him. This could work. Not much tape. Not much <laughs> the tape weird thing, the Webb. weird thing about that game that I recall is that you know a lot of people that that final week regular season win against the Packers, a lot of people were, you know thought that was the best Vikings game they'd ever watched, and I remember Drew McGarry writing about how he basically was crying and hugging his children when it was over because <laughs> he wanted the Vikings to win so bad, and it did, and they did and stuff. And even at the time, I was like, well, they might win today, but they're going to lose next week for sure. And so it sort of ruined it for me, my brain that works. to, yeah, Well, exactly. that's what we're talking it, about. You couldn't do it then, so why do you think you can do it now? Be, well, if I can stop being self-deprecating for a couple weeks in a row, I can, I can ignore facts. But being stop hmm. being self deprecating is good for you and it's healthy. Ignoring facts in your brain, me, <laughs> you don't know. Facts haven't made me any happier. Maybe ignorance will. But you you have the benefit of being a knowledgeable, rational uh, adult sports fan. You don't get to play the. You don't get to be a rube anymore. Like you've you've evolved. You you can't go backwards in evolution. I think it's over for you, man. Um, just come, just. Why can't you? <laughs> why can't you let me have this? Just for one day, let me be stupid. Well, I want to have it too. I'm just saying, I'm not buying what you're selling, and it's a bummer, and it's uh, it's sort of a universal thing. I don't even think it's like I said. It's I feel the same way about like beer and whatever else. Like once you start caring about something, you don't get to have the whatever the casual outlook anymore, and it sucks. It'd be if there's what is this pill called Viagra for like sports Viagra to get a, just a raging hard on about um, things that you know aren't sustainable. I would I would take that pill every goddamn Sunday watching the Vikings and just believe like, hey man, Ponder had a good game today. I don't know, maybe <laughs> I mean you know he, he managed was, the he game was seven for he was seven for sixteen with ninety eight yards seven but for sixteen, he, but he threw two only had one interception. Yeah, I mean, who knows? I mean, he had a couple good reads. You saw that one in the second quarter where he found that open man. He looked at guy off. I mean, there are people who legitimately, legitimately call into and they believe that sort of stuff, right? Of course, all with, with yeah, all the time. Like Ponder would jump up and like hide on top of the field goal. Like he'd get so scared, <laughs> he'd be up there like a cat in a tree, and they'd have to get a fucking garden hose down, and <laughs> so he'd so he'd come down. You're on the team, man. <laughs> You gotta play. It's ridiculous. You can't be scared <laughs> up there. You have to come down, Christian. And people are still like, I don't know. He's I think young. Starting to get it. 
I think arm strength doesn't matter. It doesn't matter at all. Just wait till they get that offensive line. <laughs> Just got to work on his reads, his his uh, checkdowns. He'll be good. Um, <sighs> so we so we got to enjoy the benefit of of listening to that and going, yeah, that's fucking stupid. Um, so we can't have it both ways, which is a, which is a bummer. I would love to, yeah. I would love to believe in this team, and I still I do in a way like. Even if you say like they are only the uh, they should have actually be only on the pace to win eighty games. Eighty games is awesome for what we were thinking about for this season, right? It awesome. only took career years of like eleven people, but still, that's what's that's why you watch the games. Awesome. And the other half of it is at this time of year, what else are you going to do? Like, what if you don't believe in the Twins right now? Okay, what's option B? There's there's nothing else to do right now. Now yeah. John has soccer. And I just came sport, home but... from a soccer game. What the hell are you talking about? <laughs> I'm talking about normal. I'm people, literally John. on my way home. Well, hey, I will I'm also sorry. say this: to... even if you don't believe in these in this uh, iteration of the team, um, and even if if you're super pessimistic like I am, and and I, I just have to admit it that I am about the organization as a whole. Uh, there is, I don't care how pessimistic you are, you have to believe in Sano and Buxton and Berrios mm-hmm. and these few guys, mm-hmm. right? So whether or not you believe they're going to be able to put a team around around these guys, whatever. There's still some uh, interesting players to watch, no matter if, even if they uh, shit the bed for the rest of the, the year, it seems like there's going to be enough to, uh, to, to pay attention and to believe in for the next year, next two years or whatever. And there's been there's been teams. Uh, it happens all the time where you outplay your, even if your organization kind of sucks in one way or another. If you could go look at the last fifteen champions, I'm sure there's a bunch of teams that were not put together in a very smart way. If you think about it, uh, but oh, still, the just, yeah, the Marlins um, bought shit and sold them. I don't. It's not a great example. But. No, but I mean, people shit on the uh, Giants for years for some of the mm-hmm. moves that they made, and they ended up being okay. The Royals obviously were terrible for how many years? Like, wasn't sure. it like 25, 30 years in a row of not make the playoffs? Yes. So uh, sometimes shit just comes together. So you don't, you can uh, enjoy the the players even if you don't enjoy the organization. So that's what All I'm banking on. All of this said, we, we can reserve the right to jump off the bandwagon the day that TR trades Barrios for like the Padres middle reliever right yeah when that happens here's a cool fact a crocodile can't stick out its tongue another cool fact you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs coming off their parents plan or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Since 2013, Bombus has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. 
Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. We can all just give up, right? Well, I mean, I don't know. I mean, that's just the same thing. It's just one of these examples of... and. and if we really sat to th- to think about it, it would we'd probably be able to say the same thing for every one of our fucking horseshit organizations. <laughs> is that the uh, making a, a a dumb move is sort of the default thing that we just go, yeah, well, yeah. I mean, we looked at the uh, rotation of the twins, um, mm-hmm. and we said, who's who's actually been doing the best this year? Um, you know, you can have a conversation, but like Trevor May was having a really good year, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and we're like, well, he's like second or third best, but he got pulled from the rotation. And it's a lot of it is probably just because their record is pretty good right now. Um, but we were like, oh, yeah, well, I kind of figured that'd be <laughs> happening anyway. Like, we don't have any mm-hmm. expectations for them doing the right thing no matter what, um, which is actually probably a pretty cool place for those guys to be in. Like, oh, no, one, no one gives a shit what we do right now. God, we could be as stupid as we want. The guy at work that's been there forever that just does nothing. That's the best position to be in, that nobody expects shit from you because you're an idiot, lazy fuck. That's who I want to be someday. We talk about it all the time. The key to life is low expectations. (laughs) Amen. If you can be the guy that is at your job and no one expects you to do anything whatsoever, you got it made, man. You got it. I mean, unless you get fired or laid off. But if you can keep your job... And just sort of like, well, I mean, we can't get rid of him. He's the only guy with the with the password to the archived <laughs> files. I don't want to ask yep. him for that. So oh, we better keep. Pictures uh, we better of keep the Christmas party. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he uploaded them. I know that he saw my nipple. Uh, so <laughs> gonna have to keep gonna have to keep uh, Alan on staff. And then every All once right, in a while, Alan will, uh, you know, Alan will like find some glitch in the expense report system and, and it saves you all a couple, half hour per year. And you're like, fucking Alan. Wait, boy. this guy. Look at this guy. Oh. Boy of the month. Put his picture right. on the wall. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to try to get our good friend Stu in here. One second. Okay. Okay. Uh, just, just a warning, John. We tried to call him in earlier and there was so much static. We basically had to hang up on him. So let's, let's hope. Oh, this sounds like crank, an episode of Cranky. <laughs> oh my God. This is what it's like when we call you, Clarence. Oh no! Yeah, it's usually uh, not recording though. Just in case. Okay. Hello. 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 Hey. Uh, Hello, governor. <laughs> You're live. The sportive podcast. He's got poop in his drawers. <laughs> For twelve hundred dollars, what is the phrase that pays? <laughs> Uh, um, more rock, less talk. <laughs> I'm sorry, that's not the phrase that pays. No, we're Just looking ball? for a dollar amount, sir. The phrase that pays is, there's more than one Mexican in the world. I'm sorry to tell you. There's more than one Mexican in the world. Uh, pair really, really weird phrase to go with, Mr. Trump. That's okay. <laughs> um, so are we live, or? We're live. <laughs> How does everything sound okay? We're doing it live. On, the on the on podcast technical meeting, everything sounds okay. Yep. 
Yep, we're doing the a lot static, better now. The static has gone away. Static has gone. I'm not sure what was going on with the internet up in Stearns County, but uh, the static has gone away, wow. and we're happy to have you, Stu. We have been um, ostensibly having a segment about updating our Twins win predictions, and, but we mostly spent our time, uh, of course, making fun of John for uh, going to a soccer game. So we did that for a couple of yeah. And then yeah. um, berating him for him, for him claiming that he's actually all in on the Twins this year and he's a believer. And then we just ninety two wins just yelled at him for you know ninety two wins. Hour. That's a lot of wins. So wow. many wins. Yep. Ninety one. I think I said ninety one. Ah, whatever. I'm going with ninety two. You probably said ninety one. <laughs> Hundred and four. Watch out, wow. Mariners. Hundred and twenty one wins. So, Stu, I went with 84, and Clarence went with 82. We're updating our wins predictions because we know at this point we are essentially all wrong no matter what. Uh, where are you at? Just just to give you a little bit of context, the pace right now, win percentage-wise, is 89 wins, and we think stats-wise are probably between 80 81 wins. So where do you fall on the spectrum? Believer versus now. Um, I will say 83. Okay, so 82, 83, 84. So we're kind of all on the same... Same boat of expecting them to slow down a little bit and not continue the pace that they're at, but still a a legitimate, um, promising squad. I'm still they're going, the to play, they're going to play interesting games in August, which is yes. all we can ask for. Which that will take all yes. the best. It'll be hard to get ticket. Uh, it'll be hard to get like a two dollar ticket to Target Field on like August 10th. You know, that's all you can ask for. I mean, it's all right. Better than anything. Nobody saw it coming, and I'm pleased that they've gotten this far already. And then once they're out of it in, like, mid-September, we'll have a sportive day, and we'll all ditch the the significant others. We'll go to a nearby spa, get a facial, get a pedicure and a yep. manicure, and then go to the Twins game and just get fucking housed. Sure. Good. I'm fine with that. I'm on board. All right. I will take your other two silence as saying you're on board as well. It's written in stuff. Oh, I'm, I'm already driving up there. You're already on your, just scouting out local spa locations, uh, figuring it out. Um, good. Well, that's good. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So a little bit of a, uh, maybe a little bit of a downswing, but it'll still be fun to watch. Do we agree? Yes. We agree. Oh. Okay, Good. That segment is over. Uh, John, I saw that there was um, a gopher football-related uh, bets were being placed because one of the sites, Bovada Bookmaker, whatever it is, gave the season over-under for the football squad five and a half wins. Is that right? Did I hear that right? That is, that is right, and I think everybody had sort of the same reaction as me, which was, do you mean in the Big Ten? I mean... Yeah. Those are Big Ten wins, right? But nope, it was for the entire season, which makes me wonder if this could be a very, very disappointing year for many hey, Gophers man. fans. It scares the crap out of me <laughs> is what it does. I mean, I think Wait we all second. respect Vegas uh, more than our own brains. Those guys exactly. usually know exactly yeah, what they're exactly talking right. about. And this yeah. fucking horrifying five and a half wins. So they're saying it's just as likely to win four games as it is to win seven games, right? I think mm-hmm. that's most scary. Gopher fans, if you looked, if you looked at the Gopher fans and said, "What is the over/under for Gophers wins in the first six games of the season?" 
they would have said, I think five and a half is fair. I think there's a toss-up against TCU, and then they should win their next five games. And so yep. to have Vegas come out and say, well, we don't think you're you, – we think it's just as likely that they'll win five games for the entire season. It's it's terrifying, I would say. How many wins did they have last year? They had – it was an eight-win season, right, right Clarence? Mm-hmm. Eight wins last year. Okay. I sort of um, lost track of everything when I gave up on life when they were losing to Wisconsin the last week of the season. And how many? And who did they lose that is, were, were impact players? Obviously, Max Williams is the is the the big gun. Uh, David, David, David Cobb. Cobb. David Cobb. Okay. Yep. But he's okay. Yep. And they lost a couple defensive linemen too, didn't they? Yes. Uh, Mike Bohensi and Corey Sutter. John Schlecht. They lost John Schlecht. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> and so... The, so, so McNamara. But the, the weird thing is, there was news the other day that a couple of gopher cornerbacks were named to the Chuck Bagnarik Award watch list for the best defensive player. And just the mere idea, even for a watch list, that two gophers cornerbacks might be good... Wait a second, just yeah. mind-blowing. Because... The last 15 years, ever since um, Willie Middlebrooks left campus, it's been just nothing but an ongoing nightmare at the cornerback position. Porous. And then suddenly Jerry Kill got here, and all of a sudden there were cornerbacks like intercepting passes and breaking up passes and stuff. It's been confusing. I wish Jerry Kill were as good at recruiting quarterbacks as he was cornerbacks. Well, he's recruited a number of quarterbacks, but... None well, of them are really blowing like actually, anybody's hair back. He's like uh, he's like nineteen year olds uh, sneaking into the bar with a fake ID. He's all about quantity and not quality at this point. He's recruiting That's, plenty of quarterbacks. Yeah, well, there's seven of them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just not any good ones. Just so, I, I I'm sort of because I believe in Vegas and. Obviously, they have money on the line, and so they have a very good reason for getting this right. I'm sort of reassessing everything. Like, well, maybe they won't beat Ohio going away. Maybe Kent State is better than we think. Maybe keeping it within three touchdowns against TCU in the first week of the season is a good is would be a good thing. I don't know. I don't know what to expect now. You were initially thinking that TCU was winnable. Is that what you're saying? Well, I was thinking, well, they got a chance. It's the first week of the season. Everybody's crazy shit. Everybody, yeah, weird stuff happens, and it's just hard to. They're playing at home. It's a Thursday night for because it's Labor Day weekend, and nobody actually wants to play on Saturday, and nobody wants to go to a game on Saturday. So why not play on Thursday? And I was, I, if you had asked me before before last week, I'd have been like, well, I think they could, you know, win five out of six of those for sure, and then. They got their next four of their next six are at home, and some of them are against good teams. But they should get to eight. I would think they would get to eight with that schedule. Maybe nine. Maybe this could be the year they get to nine. I don't know. And they've and, been on a pretty stand, uh, a pretty um, like a small upswing, kind of year to year, right? It seems like yeah. they're a growing program, getting better. They exactly. each year they win one or two more than you were thinking they would, or against teams you didn't think they had a chance against. Nebraska away, Michigan away, yada, yada, yada. So, yeah, it feels like they're going to steal one or two just by being decently prepared and well-coached and whatever else. They're not going to win at Ohio State, but every other game it's like, well, maybe. Yeah, I mean, they've done it in the past two, three years. It's it's happened. Mm -hmm. So 
Uh, yeah, no, I'm I'm pretty sad too because I I mean they're not at all any team that I'm expecting in the near future to be a powerhouse by any means, but they definitely have been worth like uh, planning your Saturday around. You know, mm-hmm. it wasn't like the the past years with the other coaches where you're like, well, who the fuck knows? I mean, they might lose like sixty five to nothing, right? It hasn't been like that uh, for the most part for a while. Um, when you thought it was going to be a good game, so. I felt pretty good about it. Now I'm now I'm sad. I have the sads. Yeah, I mean, with Tim Brewster, it was always like, well, what are we going to do to embarrass ourselves this week? <laughs> what embarrassing thing or am I going to have to talk to to my coworkers <laughs> about this week? Your coworker meaning Tim Brewster. Yeah. Yeah, that was that was sort of a different that was a different time. Mostly it was walking through and going, "Oh boy. Please don't <laughs> please don't look at me." <laughs> anybody who I screamed at from the stands on Saturday. <laughs> uh, Jonathan, are you going to go to games this year, you think? Yep. Well, this this very well could be my last year of season ticket because they started jacking up the prices. So we used to, Dave and I and our family, we used to sit in the fourth row behind the Gophers bench, which were somewhat expensive and now are becoming extremely expensive. So we moved back to like in the corner of the lower deck, the second to last row, and I think there's a pretty good like I think there's a pretty good likelihood that the price will go up enough on those that eventually you reach a point where you look at it and you go, it would be cheaper for me to go to four games and spend two hundred dollars per ticket on each of those four games than it would for me to buy season tickets. Right. So why? Why am I going to spend all that money so I can be sure that I have a seat for Kent State and Ohio? Gentrification. They're just, they priced John right out of the they neighborhood. They priced out the Marthollers. God damn it. That sucks. Right. You were there out for the so long. Can I, can I just get pricing out the Marthollers as a show title? <laughs> I, like, I like that one. I'll write it down. And I, I can't get mad about it because I remember when they moved to the new stadium. There were a couple stories in the paper these people who are complaining that their ticket prices went up and it's like well somebody wants it enough to pay for it so you don't you, you don't just get to keep your seat because you're a good person somebody else wants it more and is willing to pay more and that's the way life goes and so i'm not i'm not mad about it it just oh, you're not mad I about it you know, who, you know who is mad about it dave marthaler is mad about it oh he's mad about something <laughs> he's, guaranteed he's always he, mad about something <laughs> he's mostly mad about the gophers on the field and so he is Mostly what he suggests is either A, we should stop going to these games, or B, the Gophers should drop football when he's mad. So. Always <laughs> uh, the voice of reason, Dave Marthaler. <laughs> we really need to have Dave on the podcast pretty much every week because it's nothing but great. Go for preview. Go for football preview. Yep. Dave Marthaler. I'll still never forget the time I launched into a 25-foot rant about Field of Dreams being racist. And then... <laughs> Afterwards, I'm sweating and panting. I'm done. And you went, I forgot to plug in your mic. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Let's start yeah, over. Can you just... Like just, James Brown with the cape. We're just leading about, oh, wait, we forgot to plug in your mic. Just no one heard that. Start from the no beginning. No one heard me and Dave heard that. <laughs> like, can, you, can you reproduce that? Yeah. <laughs> nope. Nope. Anyway, you can do that again. That'll do. No, that didn't happen. Uh, well, that's a bummer, man. It's a bummer about the wins, and it's a bummer about you being priced out. I'm really sad about it all. Yeah, it's that's the way things go. And if I 
if I value it enough to pay a thousand dollars for a Gopher football season ticket, I will. And, but also, I might have to. I, I would have very strong discussions with my wife before doing that. Well, she it's, does not quite see the desire to spend so much money on Gopher football. I understand that people want to um, pay for the experience, and I and I totally get it. But I think Gopher football in partic- in particular has the best alternative to going to the game as compared to any other sport. Like you could just tailgate and stay at the tailgate all day long or go to a really fun, like awesome. stub and herbs yeah. during the game or whatever. You go to, like, like, that's basically herbs, you go to the bathroom and get a handy from Neil Hathelmo. I mean, it's just the <laughs> I mean, we've all been there. <laughs> it's a cut. <laughs> it's sort of a rite of passage when you go to stub and herbs. Like, Hey, where's the, we got one at the same handy time. station? <laughs> We'll we'll, uh, we'll work that into our sport of spa day. We'll do like a mid September. <laughs> he has very soft hands for a regent, you know. <laughs> I think he's Cornhuskers lotion. <laughs> well, then I'm writing down soft hands for a regent. Um, Buttercream. <laughs> uh, but you know, if you don't get twins tickets, uh, it's not as fun to go downtown. Whatever you don't get Vikings tickets, there's not a whole lot of tailgating atmosphere. <laughs> if you don't did... have Vikings tickets, there's no reason to go downtown on a Viking Sunday. Yeah, I you totally want to stay as far away as possible. Yeah, no shit. To the but I had season tickets to the Gophers. This was back in the Metrodome days, and back when I was um, single and childless and um, a borderline uh, drunk. So we had all these season tickets, and we just never ever went to the games. I think in three years we were in the Metrodome for like two quarters. Just because the alternative was great, you just stay at the tailgate. tailgate. You go to it was yeah. awesome. It was the best ever. And then we got we stopped having our season tickets, and we just continued to tailgate, and life was just as good. And then we saved hundreds of dollars. So, so the price of being jacked up on that is uh, more surprising than others. I guess is my original thesis. I've said if they can expand the tailgating at the bank, whatever AD, whatever. University president can tap into that. They will make gopher football grow exponentially because there is nothing Minnesotans love to do more than to drink and eat outdoors on a beautiful day. Yep. There's nothing that we love to do more. Look at the patios in this town. Lakes, cabins, resorts, Duluth. It's all we like to do. There was a there was and a Vikings decently good weather day in Duluth. We would legitimately go into our living rooms and pull our couch out to the front yard and just hang out on a couch in the front yard just because it's like I'm taking advantage of being outdoors. On a bad weather day in St. Cloud, we would do that. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, tailgating happens at Gopher football games. I'm not saying it doesn't. I'm not, and I'm not trying to discount it. What I'm saying is. It's not that market isn't fully tapped. The tailgating is not nearly what it is in, in other college towns. Is that would you guys agree at least with that? It's not I'm, even in the same universe as other college towns. Even can, in the Big Ten, much I've less been to Wisconsin and Michigan, country. and they were both way better. So yeah, from we, my we, experience, for it sure. is an untapped market that somebody someday has to tap. They have to find a spot, a park it. They have to figure it out. Fuck, I can't do everything for you people. All I'm saying is fucking figure this shit out. This isn't a hard concept. Get fucking tailgating going at go for football games. Get it going. Tear down buildings. I don't give a shit. Figure it out. 
Well, people want to do this. Can this be folded into your original um, um, idea to, well, it's a little farther away, but you, you're still in favor of tearing down the target center for a tailgating. Maybe it could be like Absolutely. a shuttle atmosphere. Shuttles are not the answer. Light rail? No, I, no, it's not. I'm sorry. I, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. willing to make it be the answer. If it'll, oh, you son of a bitch. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> what the hell is it's the late. matter with you? It's late. Fucking light rail goes right by the target center to you already fuck uh but it can be certainly part of it if tearing down the target center (laughs) (laughs) okay i begrudgingly accept we'll tear it down uh but tailgating for a twins game is not the same as tailgating for go for football it's just can't be shouldn't be i said tear the target center down so that you could tailgate for twins games because i think it'd be fun but it's not the same as football just isn't no it's not the same it's impossible Football lends itself to tailgating, and I it's don't know that I can articulate why. It just does. Well, it's like it's eight an, days a year. because it's a one-day week. Yeah. yeah. There's six games or seven baseball games a week. There's one football game a week, and it's an event, and that's it. Yeah, you're not just going to show up and go to the game and go home. Like, you've got tickets to the Gopher or Vikings game. That's, that's a full-day activity. That's right. Somebody's got to figure this out. But the problem is, the univ- somebody's got to figure this out. Get tailgating going at Gopher football games. Expand it. The problem is, anytime football tries to do dick, anytime they try to do anything, those fucking Board of Regents, Hasselmole is down the stairs at Stubborn Herbs giving Hanskies. They are so anti sports at that university that you can't get shit done. You just can't get anything done. It's just the way life is. So. Well, Maybe we're happy to, up. I mean, you throw us a few dollars for our hourly rate for the sportive. We're happy to put some proposals together. If you're listening, university president and minions, uh, we'll take this on. For $100,000, I will complete a full comprehensive tailgating expansion plan. A uh, full maps. proposal along with maps, uh, Power, budgets. PowerPoint? Pa- PowerPoint, for sure. How much uh, of this is going to involve Cannon Falls like it usually does? Well, spoiler alert. Well, I'm not, we're not going to give it away well, for free, John. Jesus Christ. No one's got to flatten like Stadium Village to 280. I mean, there's, <laughs> there's firms down there that can do that. I gave away some of the shit for free. You're right, Stu. <laughs> That's enough for free. That's enough. Our proposal, $100,000, not a penny less. Good day, sir. Did you get... You guys ever see Mad Men? He doesn't give you the full fucking deal. He gives you just a peek. Yeah. Just a peek behind the curtain. A little just, bit of what you're going to get. You want you, fuck, you want the whole thing, you got to pay Don Draper. You get a taste of the milk today. But you want the, you want to buy the full cow. You, you know where to find us. That's right. Is that a saying? No. Milk and cow? Yeah, thank you. I think, mixed, I think the metaphor got a little mixed. But that's <laughs> Uh, well, I'll strike that from the record. We'll uh, we'll edit that out in post. John, what do you think? You're 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 Mister University over there. What do you think of that? I don't know. Part? I was, I was said much. trying to construct some comments about how you're also describing soccer tailgating, but then I decided you'd just get mad about that, so oh, then I was going to stay quiet Jesus instead. Christ. I think you played it well. There's free tailgating lots for soccer games right now. John, how uh, family-friendly is soccer? You said it's pretty family-friendly. Is that right? Yes. Okay. I'm going to come to a game. 
I'll be there soon. You know, <laughs> I, I, I happened to be talking to United's director of marketing after the game, and she said, you know who I love is Randball Stu. This, I'm not making this up. She wanted to know if Stu ever comes to the game, so I think Stu should go to the game as well. Oh, but, uh, well, Jocelyn thanks for inviting me. Yes, that's correct. Oh, yeah, she's... Well, thanks, Jocelyn. That was very nice of you to say. She doesn't listen to this, I hope. But, um, she may have better things to do. You never know. Let's hope. You would hope. Well, well it's kind of her to say. I'm, I'm, you know, a minor local Twitter presence, so that's always nice to hear. You say that, but you might be Twitter's biggest star in the Minneapolis-St. Paul area. No, no, I'm pretty pretty sure that's Wade. So. <laughs> You're on the bracket. I, I, You're on the finalist of 16, I'd say. I, yeah, I just, you know, it's just the wheel. Stu versus, versus, versus Zach Floyd. The wheel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Keep your head down. Well, I'll, I'll see if the summer schedule ever clears up. As you guys are well aware, the summer schedule is, uh, is it's crazy. Remorseless. Yeah, they they uh, play like Wednesdays and Saturdays, John, or is that they like play a... mostly Saturdays and the occasional Wednesday. Okay. And what was the oh. noteworthiness of tonight? Um, was it just because it was uh, blowout, right? Well, and it was also ninety five hundred attendance. Is that was that a record or was it? Yeah, the announced attendance was ninety ninety four hundred and twelve, which is their franchise record for attendance. That is a really good turnout. Yeah, the turnout for my baseball was, game last night was uh, nine. Well, <laughs> think about, for example, how many Timberwolves games last year actually drew ninety four hundred and twelve people. Uh, a quarter of them, maybe, right? Yeah, like hardly exactly. any. Exactly. That's so, impressive. It's here to stay. But but on the flip side, how many Saints games would also draw ninety four hundred this year if they had well, that many seats in the park? But yeah, but I mean. You usually can't get, like, 9,000 people to blame without, like, John Cafferty and the Beaver Brown Band playing. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> pretty good, uh, pretty good turnout to blame for anything. Well played, Stu, well played. That's true. I mean, it's great attendance. It's really... I know. It was not too long ago that you were going to those games, and it was, like, 550 people in the stands. And so... To go and now there's 9,400 people and they're all way into the game and stuff. It's crazy. Are people yelling at you as the columnist for the Star Tribune? Like, give me shit or what? You suck. Fuck off. Right about this dick, motherfucker. Jeez. It would be. Get your headline right here. Wop. Fucking forty-eight pounds, Don't I'll bury this lead <laughs> right up your ass. You need nine. <laughs> you need nine column inches because <laughs> I got them right here. Oh, <laughs> uh, sorry, John. Sorry, John. <laughs> sorry, John. I honestly, I have. Most of the press passes that they gave out don't don't have anything written on them, but for some reason they decided to give me one with my name in actual type on it. And like when I leave the press box to go to the bathroom or something, I'll like put it in my pocket just because of the fear that someone's going to be like, "Hey, John Murthal, <laughs> I know that guy," and then I'll have to try to think of something to say. And oh. Being an introvert is rough, man. 
thinking of something to say is a is a burden. I think we, it's universal. Mm-hmm. It's not really fun. Mm-hmm. That's why I didn't talk for the first forty five episodes of this podcast. That's I didn't right. Say a thing. I remember that. Yeah, good for you. All right, so. I'm out of words. Any parting Me thoughts? Um, at, at some point, not this week because we're we're out of time. But next week we should talk about the great baseball road trip, which was last weekend. Yes, we should. Um, I also have some dad thoughts that we should get to at some point too. So we'll yep. uh, we'll table both of those. Uh, be a little and bit of a teaser for next, next episode. Is it, next, is it like next week already? Vikings training camp too? Oh Jesus! Oh, wow! Shut up! It is not. It is way close. Oh Jesus! All right, there comes that Stearns County uh, static again. What is, so what is happening in Stearns County? We we called you on a landline, Stu. Landline <laughs> how did you static like? This. How did you walk out into a storm again? Are you on a cordless? God damn there it! Have, there have been storms here all night, actually. Storms. Legitimately, it might have something to do with something, but oh, okay. are, you on a, are you on a cordless phone or a corded phone right now? I am on a cordless phone. Oh, well, there you go. Well, la da. That's yeah. probably. What I'm I'm be. I'm locked in my bedroom because the dog is trying to get in and jump on me. So. Wow, a cordless phone and a dog. Jeez, man, <laughs> things are really looking <laughs> up pretty well for me, guys. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie to you. Don't want to brag, but you know. oh, God. <laughs> All right, uh, I will pick out one of these uh, show titles and uh, post it, and, and we'll call it a day. So, and we'll have a podcast. Good podcast. And we'll have a podcast. All right, signing off. This has been Chud Sputney's Sports Bog. You've been in the bog. Get in the bog. Swampy. Sploosh, sploosh. Put on the waders. <laughs> oh, yeah. Let's go duck hunting. <laughs> Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.